of a gun. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to 9-9-2021. It's a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. Yeah. Do I look like I'm breathing fire? No. Because I'm dragging. Dragon ass today. I don't know how those two things are related. Dragons breathe fire. Dragons breathe fire. Get it? Boy, do I have to explain dragons to you? Yeah. You ever see Game of Thrones? But what does it have to do with being tired? I said I'm dragon ass. Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. Okay. It's a wordplay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're trying to take it, elevate things a little bit. Oh. Uh, Because I am all moved in. And I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. But I busted my ass and got most of the stuff done yesterday that I needed to get done. Uh, it actually looks somewhat livable. Um, I get appliances delivered today, and then uh, and then I, I think I'm pretty much set. Obviously, I still have a bunch of stuff I have to do around the house, but um, for the most part, I moved in, and I never want to do that again, ever, 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 ever. It's just it's. Well, I hope you don't have to, man. Thank you, thank you man. Me too. Me too. Uh, because it sucks. And to those of you that have moved in the last couple of months, I know you know my pain. There's nothing good about it. Uh, maybe you're excited about the place you're moving into, but still the actual process of moving is just a, a pain in the backyard. So uh, to all of ye who have dealt with that, I sympathize with you, and I know you with me. Uh, but now we get to put it behind us, Big J. We get to grow as people and as a show. And that's the idea. Today on the show, we will have a nerd alert for you. Because it's Thursday. Today on the show, we will recap the morning after fantasy football league draft that happened last night before the very first NFL game tonight. Uh, And we will have more and additional chances for you to go check out Smells Like Nirvana on Saturday. Today, we get into the fun that is the Metallica Black Album release. Big J, what's the version of the album that we're giving away today? Uh, that would be the uh, three CD expanded version. Whoa, guys, three CDs, which is really cool. Yeah, it has an extra uh, CD of material on it, plus uh, this really cool three CD booklet uh, that is uh, pretty awesome. It's got pictures and stuff uh, that uh, celebrating the 30 years. So uh, that's a chance to win that today, plus additional cool things happening on the show. That's at least what the menu looks like today. We will see what else comes our way as the show marches forward. Let's get started with some music. We'll start with Bush. It's Machine Head here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, since the school year has begun, the West Ada School District has been reeling uh, because they started out the year with a, you know, hey, listen, uh, masks, you should probably wear them unless you want to opt out. And then a lot of people opted out. And then, Big J, people started getting sick and they had to start closing down schools. And then they're like, okay, well, listen, how about this? How about we, (laughs) how about we have teachers and staff have to wear the masks? They can opt out. Uh, And then they did that. People still started getting sick. And now they're like, okay, um, how about we we make masks mandatory? And that's now what they're going to do, at least until September 24th. Uh, They have decided for the next two weeks to end the opt-out option 
for students. So if you want to go to the West Ada School District, you are going to have to wear a mask uh, until September 24th. An email sent to parents throughout the district. Dr. Derek Bubb, the superintendent, uh, said the Delta variant is disrupting the daily operations. The state's current case and hospitalization rate made it necessary to revise their safety plan. One of the most significant changes in West Ada's plan is all students, staff, and visitors are now required to wear a face mask when in classrooms and when physical distancing is not possible. So the current opt-out for face mask requirements is suspended. That applies to all students, kindergarten through 8th grade or 12th grade, staff and visitors uh, beginning tomorrow through September 24th. Now, opt-outs will stand for students who have a medical exemption on file, either in a 504 plan or an IEP. Everybody will be reevaluated on September 22nd, and they'll see what happens. It's almost Big J like the opt-out was a mistake, which I believe is what we said when it originally happened. Yeah. Uh, because it almost seemed like West Ada wanted the schools to be shut down. And now they're at a process where they're pretty much teetering on the ability of, okay, do we close out schools again and make remote learning a thing? Or do we try to fix this? And I don't know if you can. Uh, you may be past the point of no return because they biffed it so bad at the very beginning. But we will see what ends up happening. Uh, I don't like to... I mean, Listen, I've got two kids in the West Ada School District. Uh, it's. I want things to go as well as it possibly can. But if you're asking me how this ends, it ends with remote learning, in my opinion. Because they screwed this up so damn bad at the beginning of this. Uh, because they made the wrong decisions and now we're stuck with the situation that we're in so we'll see i'm sure you'll see the protests because now they have to wear the masks but uh, oh listen, man we can expect more mask burnings uh, I, I i certainly i uh, would not expect <clears throat> anything less but i will say that uh you know listen this is the point of no return and it's what has to be done we'll see what ends up happening but i think uh, it may be too little too late but who knows uh, I certainly hope everybody gets safe and uh, and they're able to get out of this okay and we're able to turn this thing around, but uh, I'm not sure. New NFL season begins tonight, starting with a game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys in Tampa. The contest will kick off for the first time in history, featuring a 17-game regular season. The first change to the season structure since uh, you were just a little teeny tiny baby, Big J. Little baby. Back in 1978 when it became 16 games. Do you like the Buccaneers to continue their reign tonight, or do you think the Cowboys pull off the upset with Kellen Moore calling the plays? I can't. Uh, I mean, uh, they got a beat-up uh, offensive line already. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers here. All right. I know you're hoping for a big game out of their quarterback, though. Uh, also, hey, man, Triple H is recovering from suffering what's described as a cardiac event, dude. Oh, no. The WWE said yesterday that the 52-year-old underwent a procedure last week following a cardiac event that was caused by a genetic heart issue. He's expected to make a full recovery. 14-time world champion, hasn't wrestled since 2009. He's now the vi executive vice president of global talent strategy and development, whatever that means. But uh, Triple H luckily doing okay and doesn't have to worry about anything. For those of you that watch Blue Crew Clues on Nick's Jr., uh, host Steve Burns issued a video message for fans on the Twitter account yesterday in honor of the show's 25th anniversary. The 47-year-old discussed leaving the show back in 2002 to go to college. Millennials on Twitter got all hit in the feels when Burns closed out the clip by saying, quote, I guess I wanted to say that after all these years, I never forgot about you. Ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. Aw, guys, uh, you know? Blue's Clues. A little bit too old for Blue's Clues to hit me, and it was right in that little wheelhouse where my kids didn't get too attached to it either. 
So I'm not that attached to Blue's Clues, yeah. but I understand people that are. And it would be like the equivalent of, I don't know, was there a show that you watched on the regular when you were a kid that it would matter if it popped back up? Um, yeah, it already kind of has. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, it never went away. Oh, really? That was your big one? Yeah. I thought that came around like that was when you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah. That's not a kid. I'm talking uh, about kid. Like, Blue's Clues is a teenager show. I've wiped everything from my information as a kid. You don't really? Yeah. That's not true. You remember it's, throwing rocks at windows. It's probably some trauma. Uh, oh, yeah, some sort of awful event happened that blocking you out of your mind. Uh, or should we travel down this wormhole, Big J, and see if we can discover some stuff? There's sort of break to discover. I've been trying. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. In tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Little tech here. Facebook and Ray-Bans, previously T-Smart Glasses, will officially launch later today. But pictures of them have leaked out ahead of the announcement, Nick. The images show three separate models called Ray-Ban Stories complete with the company's classic frames and a pair of cameras on each side and a button on the top right, possibly used to operate the cameras. The look isn't a huge surprise, as Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that in July, uh, the glasses have their iconic form factor and they let you do some pretty neat things. Didn't we? All, didn't the marketplace already decide that smart glasses aren't a thing? No, actually, they are a thing, and they're amongst you uh, on a daily basis that you might not even know about. Obviously, I don't. Uh, as it stands now, they appear to be merely camera-equipped glasses, much like the models from Snap. And in the meantime, Snap has moved on to augmented reality versions. However, Zuckerberg said that Ray-Ban models are part of a journey towards full augmented reality glasses in the future. So... Uh, that's uh, still interesting. There's no word on the full capabilities of these glasses. There will be some element of surprise at the upcoming launch taking place later today. So we'll get more details then. Uh, it seems as though Call of Duty Warzone fans can now expect an entirely new map when the latest Call of Duty game Vanguard releases November 5th. Uh, like everything related to Vanguard, Warzone's new map will be World War II themed. The map is set in the Pacific on an island with dense foliage and a few small towns and cities for players to fight in. Based on early footage, <clears throat> it seems like the map will be a lot more tropical than Verdansk and should feature more fighting in the jungles than more urban settings of previous maps. So. Uh, we'll see how that goes. The new Warzone map will also run on the same engine as Call of Duty Vanguard, which is essentially the same engine as Modern Warfare, the original version of Warzone's Verdansk. So we've had a game in between there that's run on a different kind of engine. Uh, that's what they're uh, talking about there. And according to Raven Software, this means the game will easily integrate with Vanguard, including its weapons and gameplay style, which should be present on the new Pacific Theater map when it's released on November 5th. So looking forward to an entirely new map. And it looks like the continued pushing back of movies is also affecting video games and downloadable content. The theatrical release of Top Gun Maverick has been pushed back from Thanksgiving all the way to Memorial Day weekend of 2022. That means that the Top Gun-themed expansion for Microsoft Flight Simulator is delayed as well. The announcement was made uh, last week on the game's official website. Paramount Pictures recently shifted the release date of Top Gun Maverick to Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and as a result, they previously announced the Top Gun Maverick expansion for Microsoft Flight Simulator for Windows to uh, 10 PC to all the uh, different... Uh, you know, uh, platforms out there uh, will be released alongside the movie. So they look forward to sharing more information in the future. Um, and who knows? I mean, it must be a really cool 
downloadable I'm thinking, thing. Yeah, so. I wonder if it's just because of synergy, or I can't imagine there's going to be like spoilers in the the Microsoft, uh, you know, flight simulator. I think simulator it's, a, it's a marketing thing that they, I mean wanna, that they don't want to that they don't want to give up. But but I you mean, would think that would build up hype a little bit, you know? Get if, it, if it's flight simulator is as popular as it, as they say it is, and this download could be that it would make people even more excited for the movie. But who knows? Yeah, maybe it doesn't have that long of a hype feeling maybe you're probably, you know, maybe, i mean that is a, couple, a long time you're right maybe a couple months or maybe even a week you're right, you're right. so how long did the uh, how long did the uh the rambo thing last for you the the download package for war oh for, i still use it oh okay so the hype is still there then yeah i See? wish they would have done another round of that instead of some of the other stuff it's uh, very well then maybe maybe they're making a mistake here who knows we may still be hyped up for it even months down the road morning after with nick and big j there's your nerd alert on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, uh, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. I, uh, I err on the side of caution when it comes to medical advice on TikTok because I feel like there is could be some good stuff on there, but a majority of it is just... Uh, not a good idea, but an o. Big J, we do have a TikTok doctor that has posted a video that says it's a very bad idea for you to hold in your farts. Oh, okay. They, uh, she, Dr. Karen Rajlin from Australia has warned that you should always pass gas when you feel the urge. You want to know why? No. Why? You want to know why. Oh, okay, why? Because that gas could come out of your mouth instead. Look out! <laughs> Uh, according to the doctor, Not quote, does. <laughs> if you if you hold in a fart too long, it can be reabsorbed into your bloodstream and then breathed out when you exhale, which could lead to really bad breath. And it turns out uh, that doctor's not joking. A 2018 study from uh, the University of Newcastle said that, uh, you know, gas can indeed be absorbed by blood to be passed later in some sort of different way. So this is true. If you hold in your farts, they turn into really bad breath at some point. So how about that, Big J? So it doesn't matter. One way, the, the bad smell's coming out. Your body says something about you is going to stink soon, and you just have to decide which part of it's going to be. Which do you feel is more embarrassing, really bad breath or farting? Uh, I'm going to say bad breath. Okay, then fart it up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really stop myself. And so. you know what? When you fart, tell everybody around you, you're welcome. Hey, you're welcome. See how that goes. Try that out at parties. Okay. Sidney Crosby going to miss the start of the NHL season. The team announced that yesterday. The 34-year-old will be out at least six weeks after having some wrist surgery. Ron Hextel, the general manager of the Penguins, said Crosby had been dealing with his injury for years, and they've tried it. So uh, they play the first game of the season October 12th. NFL kickoff is tonight. Final score prediction between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, Big J. Oh, I, I have no idea. Nobody does. That's why it's called a prediction. I'm just saying the, the Bucks are going to win, clearly. Do you think it's going to be a high-scoring affair? Uh, probably not. First game, it's going to be pretty sloppy, I bet. First real game, anyways. So expect a low-scoring battle between the Bucks and the Cowboys tonight, according to Radio's Big J. Not a lot of fantasy points on the table. Hey, uh, Wheel of Fortune has looked at what Jeopardy has done and said, you know what, let's not do that. They've locked up Pat Sajak and Vanna White to extend their contracts through at least the 23-24 season. Variety reports that as part of the deal, Sajak will also serve as a producer in addition to his hosting duties. The news comes a week after the show lost its executive producer. Guess who used to be the executive producer of Wheel of Fortune, Big J? Michael Richards? That's correct. 
Uh, of course, he got fired because he's a scumbag. And so now uh, the Wheel of Fortune people are trying to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, and oh, he's going to prevent Pat Sajak from dying? Well, no. What what they're trying to do is basically remove Mike Richards from their you know, show oh, yeah. and get his stink plan. off it as quickly as possible. And then keep their hosts locked in is the other part of it. Yeah, you're nothing you can do if somebody gets sick and dies. But uh, at least they know they don't have to battle, like, who's going to host Wheel of Fortune for the next couple of years. They and got that thankfully, figured out. we're all happy about that. Last time you watched Wheel of Fortune. It's been a minute, uh, but I'll tell you, probably last football season, to be perfectly honest. How's that? Um, I don't know. You just watch it before stuff comes on. Or no, no. Uh, during, I'm sorry. During, uh, you know, regular TV seasons, you know, uh, stuff's on, you know, ABC. Uh, I don't not, even know what the Wheel of Fortune is. I, I have regretted answer, asking well, the Well, that's what you get. Well, you, I mean, I, I was, you answered it. I thought there was going to be something to it, but then you thought football was some, some sort of evening football was on well, CBS. You, know, you, you should have just let me go and ramble on. You <laughs> scoffed at my answer, and then I had to change it. Well, because it wasn't true. Morning after it's with true to me. Nick and Big J. Here's traffic. I'll tell you what. If that ain't a Big J t-shirt, I don't know what is. It's true to me. Big J, it's true to me. Because that's pretty much true about everything that comes out of your mouth. You believe that wholeheartedly until somebody proves you wrong, and then even sometimes you still believe it. Depends on who it is, yeah. How about we see what's going on inside the TD? On 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Spain for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh, there, we will hear the story of 41-year-old Xavier Novell. Uh, he is a pretty big deal in the Catholic Church there in Spain. In fact, he's a bishop. Back in 2010, he became Spain's youngest bishop ever, which is pretty impressive, right? Yeah. Uh, he was also an exorcist. He was a pretty big deal there, but, you know, came out on the extreme end of things, if you will. Uh, but now, Big J, Xavier Novell has decided to leave all of this behind. The Catholic Church, the bishop, all of it. Because he can't help it. He's in love. And he is in love with the psychologist and author, Sylvia Kelvola. Now, why is this controversial? It's because Sylvia makes her living writing satanic erotic fiction, Big J. Gross. The BBC uh, explains that Novell's resignation, initially attributed to personal reasons, came as kind of like a surprise last month and was followed by him meeting several times with Vatican officials as well as the Pope himself. And then the reason became clear that uh, the Spanish news sites have reported that he had fallen for Cabal, the author of books like The Hell of Gabriel's Lust. Apparently, uh, in her works... The reader is promised a journey into sadism, madness, and lust, and a struggle between good, evil, God, and Satan, with a plot that shakes one's values and religious beliefs, and it worked at least for one dude. So he's decided he wants to pursue a relationship with her instead of pursuing his relationship with God, Big J. Satan wins again. It's interesting to see how that comes out. Uh, Apparently, the, the church believes that Bishop Novell has been possessed by demons and this is why he's decided to make this decision who knows what's going on perhaps one day we'll know the truth but for now whatever the true reason for his decision to leave the church for a cool satanic erotica writer we're just you know 
figuring things out ourselves. But either way, that's the way it works. I guess my real question is, what do you think satanic erotic fiction is like? You can't handle the truth, Like, first is, of all. Is it... Is it people having sex with Satan? Yeah, or probably. is it like demons having sex? Or Satan having sex with other things? Who knows? It's I don't just know. a clip from This is the End of the World. <laughs> is that all it is? Jonah Hill. Oh, this is the end. Got this it. is the end, yeah. Sorry. Uh, but yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Either way, apparently this is the thing. Again, uh, whatever kind of weird-ass kink you've got, there's people out there making a living doing and there's somebody that I guess writes strictly satanic erotic fiction. Which I suppose is better than satanic erotic nonfiction, right? Probably. I mean, true stories would be weird. But yeah, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that sounds like. I don't know what the kind of people would, that look like that would be into it. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Sounds weird to me. But then again, all erotic fiction sounds weird to me. You know? It's one of yeah. those deals where, like, there's enough out there where you should be happy, let alone you have to read a whole book about it. I don't know. Are you that into it that a whole book would? It sounds like you're making a case for the fact that he's possessed by a demon. So uh, no, no, you. I don't. I don't believe that either. But uh, I just believe he's a weird dude that's into weird stuff and wants to get it on with a lady that writes weird stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your "We're Going to Hell" story. This one may be literally going to hell. We have ourselves. <laughs> A recap of the morning after Fantasy Football League next on the X-Rock. That is Nirvana. All apologies here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, that music means one thing. It is time to kick off season number 15 of the morning after Fantasy Football League. My dear God, Big J. Yeah. Can you believe we've done this 15 different times, us talking about our fantasy football team? Pretty, yeah, pretty awesome. I mean, it's a very popular league. We got we got 12 teams excited to be a part of the action. We had our draft last night. We had to do things a little bit different. We didn't do a live Zoom draft like we did last year. We decided to just go all online and kind of let NFL.com take the reins, which meant completely random draft order. You know, usually we pick it out of a hat, but that didn't happen or you used your wheel to side last year. But that didn't happen this year. A lot easier. As it, yes, there was a lot less work for us to do, as it did a lot of it. And the draft went pretty fast. We were done in like an hour, which always, you know, it usually takes us two hours or so yeah. to do the draft when we do it live. But, um, you know, we had a good time last night. And just from sheer circumstances, Big J had the second to last pick in the first round. And I had the last pick in the first round in the snake draft. So we picked 11th it's and 12th respectively. weird because we were the first two into the league. Yeah, and so. I, I, I kind of thought it went in reverse order, but it didn't. I was looking at who joined the league and when. It was fairly random. It just, I think, it ended up that you and I had the last two picks. And so I ask you, Big J, how did your draft go? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I felt okay. It's tough p- picking 11th, especially when you're in a PPR league because, you know, a lot of the uh, the higher picks are going to be running backs and they're going to get a lot more uh, points and, and the upper echelon, you know, wide receivers as well, depending on how 
the group of people in front of you are drafting. And so uh, I ended up taking uh, Travis Kelsey with my uh, first pick, and I've never done that before. He obviously is a fantastic uh, tight end, one of the top four tight ends in the league routinely every year. I mean, he's going to go into the Hall of Fame probably. So oh, I'd say he's the number one tight end. Uh, yes, he is. But uh, So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But, uh, you know, I got a good draft grade, so that's all I care about. Yeah, the NFL.com draft grades uh, gave us every everybody a ranking and gave Big J an A+. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I my first two picks, because when you're at the end as well, you get those two quick yeah, picks and, and turnaround. I managed to get two players from the top ten in uh, in PPR when it comes to, uh, you know, um, the average placement that they're picked. So that's not a bad way to start. Who was your second pick? Uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's how he started it off. And uh, why don't you rattle off your starting lineup for everybody? Uh, starting lineup, uh, going to be quarterback Dak Prescott. We got Nick Chubb in there as running back. Gus Edwards running back for the Baltimore Orioles. I like that pick. Uh, T. Higgins from wide receiver. C- Orioles. C- What's that? You called them the Orioles. They're the Ravens. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, T. Higgins from Cincinnati. CeeDee Lamb from Dallas. Uh, Travis Kelsey. And then uh, Claypool is a wide receiver from Pittsburgh. And then Justin Tucker, kicker for Baltimore. And the Colts defense. Pick them up. There you go. Uh, and my bench, I've got a great uh, – the reason I got such a high draft grade was the receivers ended up picking because I've got uh, Jarvis Landry sitting on my bench as well and Mikhail Hardman, who's another uh, weapon on Kansas City, but he's injured right now. So we'll see how that goes down the road. Beautiful. Uh, on the flip side of things, I went position players early and uh, just I was thinking about going quarterback and then I kept putting it off and then I ended up taking a quarterback in the last two rounds. So quarterback is going to be my weakness, but I, I got Stefan Diggs, uh, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, James Robinson, Chris Godwin, TJ Hawkinson uh, as my starting running uh, running backs and, and uh, linebacker, excuse me, running backs and uh, wide receivers as well as tight end. And then I ended up grabbing uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, the kicker for the Colts. As my kicker, I got the Bears defense. And then uh, I've got Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston as my two quarterbacks. And I'm going to kind of go back and forth unless somebody I fall in love with on the waiver wire. We'll see what happens. I'm going to go to war with Baker Mayfield to start off, but I didn't grab him until the 14th round. So uh, yeah. I, it was my last two picks for my quarterback. I try, I do this every once in a while, and I, I see how it kind of ends up because quarterbacks, you know, what you, you get in the mid 300s, that's what everybody's going to be. Unless you get one of the upper echelon guys, you can get some value late in the draft with the quarterback position. I'm hoping that happens this year with me. I'm not super high on Joe Mixon. I actually hate my team when I look at it. Uh, I've got some depth at the wide receiver position. I've got Odell Beckham and Kenny Galladay on my bench, and uh, we'll see what ends up happening. But uh, I'm not a super big fan of my team. We'll see if it comes together, however. Uh, But any other teams stick out to you that feel like they could be dangerous? Uh, Probably all of them to us. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Uh, we had some issues with some play. They, they, you know, we had defenses taken in the third round. We had kickers taken in the fourth round. So it was an interesting draft. Interesting draft. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had those kind of th- things. And, and I don't think uh, uh, the dead will tell, which is the, the first round pick team, uh, doesn't have a lot of experience in uh, playing fantasy football. Just wants to have fun, Nick. I guess so. It's big. Most of his team is 49ers. So yeah, that he's is a 49ers fan. Clearly a 49ers <laughs> fan that went into the uh, the fun 
that is the morning after Fantasy Football League. But we will be giving you a recap every Tuesday throughout the season so you can follow along and see how poorly or awesomely Big J and I do during the course of this particular season. But we're excited to come back for season number 15 of the morning after Fantasy Football League. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You, you, you deserve an advocate. Scientists have discovered, Big J, that men specifically who have a little bit more vegetables in their diet, they fart more and they have bigger stools than the rest of them. <laughs> Great. That's great news. Thanks. That's what you get here in the morning after. <laughs> Where else are you going to find that kind of stuff? Researchers from the Liver and Digestive uh, Diseases Networking Biomedical Research Center followed 880 healthy men and found those that had a little bit more vegetables, grains, and fruits in their diet farted seven more times per day and had stools twice the size of people following a Western diet, which is a lot of processed food and meats the average number of stools were the same so there's that but boy howdy they come out bigger and better apparently if you've got some veggies and fruits in your diet does that make you want to switch things up big j so i can have bigger poos (laughs) yeah yeah it does yeah i want it to be healthy is that a life goal it's a life goal you got like you know (laughs) career stuff that you want to accomplish and then right there at the bottom is bigger stools I want everything to be bigger. Everything? The new NFL season begins tonight, starting with a game between the reigning Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys in Tampa. Contests will kick off a season that will, for the first time in history, feature 17 regular season games. Dude, what will we do? Watch a lot of football. It's the first change to the season since 1978 when they changed it from 14 games to 16 games. And now we have 17 games. So watch out. It all kicks off tonight. Big J, the world will be watching. Will you? Yes. Good job. Triple H is recovering from uh, suffering what is described as a cardiac event, according to the WWE. They said yesterday the 52-year-old underwent a procedure last week that was caused by a genetic heart issue. He's expected to make a full recovery. Of course, Triple H is a 14-time world champion. He hasn't wrestled, though, since 19, excuse me, 2019. And he's now the executive vice president of global talent strategy and development. So a little bit more behind the scenes. Still goes on camera from time to time, but doesn't get in that squared circle very much. So thankfully, he's going to be okay. And another guy that's okay after a cardiac event is Bob Odenkirk. Great news yesterday as the Better Call Saul star posted a selfie of himself in the makeup chair getting prepped to film AMC's show's sixth season yesterday. The actor suffered what he described as a small heart attack while on the set of Better Call Saul in late July, recovered well in hospital and home, and now he's back on the set finishing up the final season of Better Call Saul, which is fantastic news for everybody. Happy that he is back at work and feeling better, thankfully. Uh, and watch that show, by the way. It's fantastic. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. Culture Smackdown. On the 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and it is uh, prize package time, friends. We've got tickets to Smells Like Nirvana. That show happening Saturday at the Knit. Stone Profit local band opening up. Uh, we'll get you set up with those. And then, of course, getting somebody qualified for the deluxe box set from Metallica, the remastered. Uh, Black Album is coming out tomorrow, and uh, we've got a three-CD deluxe version here for you to win. Very cool, and it'll get you qualified again for that deluxe box set. Uh, you just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let me give you a phone number. It is 208-287-1003. That's the number you need to call if you'd like to battle Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Somebody will be declared the victor and win this prize package. It could be you. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. What's your name, please? Janine. Janine, you're up first. Janine, the iconic 1960s original Star Trek series followed the crew of what starship? The Enterprise. Right. Correct. Big J, which one of the following Star Wars films was released in 2015? Rogue One, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, or Solo? One of these came out in the year 2015. Jeez, 2015. Uh, I'm going to go... With, six years ago. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Six years. I'll go with Rogue One. Rogue One is... Wrong. Force Awakens. Right. Force, I said, look, I sound like you were going to say that, and then you I, changed it. I was, but I was like, you know, they, they, then they ended up making three movies, so it's like, that's a... I didn't realize it, that all happened in that short amount of time. But well, uh, the trilogy was always planned, so there's there's that. They, I don't know they had much of a plan for it, but you knew they were making three of them. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, uh, that is wrong for you, Big J. But fortunately for Janine, that is correct. Congratulations! You've got the smells like Nirvana tickets, and you've also got the fun that is a little thing we like to call the Metallica three CD package. Hang on one second. We will put you on hold. Make sure you qualify for that big old deluxe release as well. There's your pop culture smackdown. We are going to come back with headlines. That's next on the X. Headlines are as follows, Big J. That Freedom Rock? Little off the top, jerk. And that's a surprise. That Freedom Rock. A Nevada man received an unusual noise complaint from a neighbor recently, urging him to, hey, turn up your music and better yet, share your playlist. Ben Cow shared the note on Twitter that started out with, quote, Dear neighbor, I live next door and would really like to discuss your music. And then the neighbor named Todd included a beer with his letter saying, Hey, really good music. Why don't you share your playlist with me so I can see your, your taste in music? I like it very much. Boom. How about yeah. that for neighbors? Now you're talking. I want to know what they were listening to. Uh, yeah, I didn't get into that, but I would like to know that too. Uh, it's got to be something fairly new, otherwise the guy would hurt it. Like it's not like you know, is that I've never heard of this band ACDC. What what is that? It had well, to be. It was a new music he didn't hear, or maybe just he was digging the music. Well, he asked for the playlist, so uh, I'm guessing okay. if he was familiar with it, he wouldn't need that, right? Right, you're right. So it had to be somewhat new, or at least something he was unfamiliar with. Either way, uh, that's the kind of neighbor that you want, and maybe Big J, a forever friend, huh? Maybe. Maybe this is music brings people together, dude. They end up murdering one another somehow. In the Twitter viral story gone bad? Yeah. Little off the top, jerk, or that's a surprise? Little off the top, jerk. A Phoenix man was arrested Monday evening for assaulting his barber over a bad haircut. Lorenzo Harewood was not given a refund for an unsatisfactory cut, so he proceeded to, quote, punch the victim repeatedly in the mouth. Officers say Harewood then ripped off a necklace from the barber's neck and then ran out the shop, dropping the chain along the way. 
he was arrested. And here's the worst part. Doesn't even get an assault charge. Gets a robbery charge because he took the uh, the necklace and then dropped it. He didn't even keep it. But that was, uh, he was probably so angry. I'm trying to figure out how bad your haircut would have to be that you feel like you have to punch somebody in the face because. Yeah, he might have problems. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that there's not, their mental stability is not one of his features, but it, it, it's just, I, I, like, because I've had bad haircuts before. You, you know, you go someplace and you walk out and go, that's not what I thought. But I wear a hat all the time, so that kind of stuff doesn't phase me for too, too long. But I can't imagine where you walk into a place and go, hey, this isn't what I wanted. You know, put up your hands. Let's go. Also, barbers have weapons all over the place. <laughs> yeah, Razor but maybe, blades. I'm also guessing he probably didn't think it would escalate to that point. Do you know what I mean? Scissors. Like, the last thing you do when, you, you, when you're when you getting your job done, you're probably like, okay, I wonder if I'm going to get jaw jacked for my job today. Wrap it up with, that's a surprise. What started as a 19-year-old woman from northern Spain suing her parents is now having to sue health authorities after discovering that she was swapped with another child at birth. The error actually came to light after her alleged father demanded a paternity test when she was uh, getting into a fight with his par- with her parents. And so basically what happened was they got that paternity test and that confirmed that she was unrelated to not only her father, but also to her mom. She had no relation to either person. So she's like, how does that happen? And the parents are like, hey, that's weird. <laughs> Doubly. Yeah. And so they went back and did some investigating. Turned out that basically the hospitals mixed up, mixed up two babies and sent the wrong baby home with the wrong family. Oh, man, that's crazy. Does it matter? What do you mean? Well, I mean, ultimately, is there more to this story? Well, the story yeah. is that she was in such a fight with her parents then that she was suing them for money that she thought she had owned. She was 19 years old. And the parents were like, well, hey, now you're not even our kid. So now what? So now there's a whole legal That's dispute a bunch going of on. jerks. She's seeking now. So now she's suing the hospital because she wants to get, re, you know, because that, it's a big old mess. A, the hospital should be sued. Yes. But what happened with, the, I mean, did they lend her, did she lend the parents money she, and they never paid her back? She apparently was some sort of like child star that she feels like her parents were stealing a bunch oh. of her, like basically like laundering her. Culkin style. Yeah, kind of stole a bunch of her money growing up, wanted it back. And then the dad's like, you want it back? I'm not even sure I'm your dad. And it turned out he was right. But then also that her mom wasn't, I mean, it's a mess. Oh my God. It's a mess. Uh, so sad. I know it is very sad. So now, I, I mean, how you track down who your actual parents are or a whole nother. I guess you look at other babies that were born in that hospital on that day and then just start figuring things out and see if you, you know, kind of look like some of the people <laughs> that were getting a baby, ha- having a baby. Well, that day. or you help, you, you know, you hope that they, some, that other baby's family has DNA stuff going on. Also true. 23 me. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Ancestry.com. There is your fun that is headlines. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some bad impressions and more. See their wasteland here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I suppose you better get used to taking out those credit cards, right? Yeah, a study from the University of Georgia determined that Americans would be better off if we just got rid of cash altogether, Nick. I agree. And if we did so, certain taxes would have to be lowered or even eliminated. According to the research, if America gets rid of paper currency, the IRS would have to lower or even get rid of some taxes because there would be less 
tax evasion. Basically, cash can get be exchanged between people without government finding out. The same isn't true for credit card, uh, debit cards, and online transfers. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I don't know how you'll ever be able to get rid of all cash from society. I'm not sure how that becomes a thing. But I can certainly understand where that makes sense. It's a lot easier to hide if you're dealing in regular currency than yeah. you are in, in, you know, credit cards or something like that. But, I mean, I feel like I almost live in a cashless society already. I don't carry cash on me. I can't remember the last time I used cash. It's just not something that I use on a regular basis. And so uh, I feel like I'm already cashless. Yeah, and if you want to, if you need to, you know, owe money to somebody, you can Venmo them. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I yeah. do. Here's, exactly. here's the one hitch up and the giddy up, and is how are you gonna pay for your weed, man? <laughs> right. I that's mean, what it's I mean. all cashless. Uh, yeah, even or if I mean you cash, even if you do it legally, you have to pay in cash. You, there are no, no credit I don't know card about that. Oh well, listen. I'm just telling you from what I understand. <laughs> I know all too well about it. <laughs> if you <clears> head <throat> over there, then you have to pay them cash. Which we were talking about off the air. Why that's even a thing if it's legal? But you're right. It probably has something to do with the federal requirements of stuff. But yeah, that's the only thing I can think of where cash is required. Now there are still certain cash places or cash only or cash required, but it's very few and far between. Like other than that, can you think of any other places where you spend hard cash? <sighs> You know, I mean, not really, other than tip, tip money and things yeah, like that. I feel bad sometimes, like when I when I should be tipping or I want to tip and I don't have any cash. I mean, it's easy if you like DoorDash and you want to throw in some extra money that way, but I'm talking about like, you know, a valet or something like that. It's yeah, that. and it's real frustrating too, even in some places you go and you, you purchase food or something and there, you don't get an option if you use a card to leave a tip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's unfortunate, too, because it's not like I don't want to leave a tip, but I, I don't really... I got two $2 bills in my in my wallet. I mean, that's it. Do they mean something special to you? Yeah. It's the last time I was allowed to have cash. I've just been <laughs> holding on to it. It's a reminder of a uh, foregone time yeah. when you used to spend cash on things. Yeah, I mean, when you I was think given about an it. allowance for my paycheck. <laughs> it's, it is strange to, to figure out, like, to, to think about how society has changed that much since, you know, we were somewhat kids. I mean, I remember getting my very first credit card. It was a very big deal, long before debit cards were a thing. Mm -hmm. You had credit cards, and then you had cash. And so it was, uh, it was a fairly big deal, and now my wallet has nothing, no cash in it whatsoever. So, uh... <laughs> you forget it. A text here. What about the strippers? <laughs> It's true. So that would hurt the uh, definitely the gentleman industry. Not really. I mean, here's here's the solution to that. You 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 uh, you have uh, uh, the, obviously we have bikini bars here in Boise because there's the nudity ban. So you just you know on the bikinis you put your Venmo address and boom, there you go, and then you can make it rain in Venmo, and that's yeah, it's how, not the same. Of course, it's not the I same. Mean, but uh, you know, nothing is. I mean, the end result slips. is still the same, right? Digital slips like on the the stock exchange. Yeah, exactly. It's like a ticker tape parade in there. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your cashless update. We're gonna do some bad impressions next on the X Rock. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And a great morning after prize package. We've got tickets to Smells Like Nirvana happening Saturday at the Knit. Stone Prophet opening up. Going to be a great show. We'll get you those tickets. Also, a copy of Metallica's Black Album Remastered, the three CD deluxe version, including a pamphlet. It's awesome. We'll get you that. You'll also be qualified for the deluxe box set. So, 
There you go. You each need to figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003 is our number. Big J has three clues revolving around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, this prize package is yours, and you're qualified for that grand Metallica prize, which is worth about 300 bucks. so it's pretty damn awesome. Let's go to the phones, get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. How's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Ryan. All right, Ryan. You're up first. Good luck. Whoa, I know Kung Fu. Okay, next. I'm Neo, the one. <laughs> um, uh, gosh darn it. Yana uh, Reeves. There you go. Yeah, I'll take it. You got it. Well, I hope or so. Or Neo. Oh, you were looking for the fictional character? Yeah. Uh, what was clue three then? I don't know. Well, uh, I didn't think I'd get that far. Hang on, my friend. We will make sure that you're all set to go with that particular package. Why is Keanu Reeves slash Neo hey, in the news? In case you haven't seen it yet, maybe you've been on your way uh, to work, whatever. Uh, the Matrix uh, Resurrection trailer has dropped, Nick, today. We got to watch it earlier. We did. We did a, a screening of the trailer here in the studio. And your thoughts, Big J? Uh, it looks fun, but it looks like there's a lot of rehashing of the first movie. Um, and uh, we'll we'll see where it goes from there. But um, I'm down for it. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm even more down considering the fact that we found out this morning that it's going to be released on HBO and theaters at the same time. December 22nd is when it's coming out, and it's kind of like uh, that's the release for the HBO for that particular month as well. So you have a chance to check it out at home if you want to or go see it in the theater. But it's very clear that... Uh, Keanu Reeves is not aware that he's Neo in the very beginning of this movie and then becomes more aware of his powers. It also looks like Carrie Ann Moss doesn't know what's going on either, right? Yeah, for for sure. I mean, obviously the Matrix has been reset because he got to the end of the game and it turns all over again. Uh, when was the last time you saw 2 and 3 of the Matrix? Uh, it's been a few years. Okay, because I'm trying to remember how this story ends. Like, does it end with... I thought it ended with them freeing everybody. Sure, but even that could have been uh, a complex version of The Matrix itself, dude. That's the whole point. You're it saying it, it's like an Inception situation. It never ends. So uh, so then it, it could then the movie be entirely pointless? Yes. All right. Uh, there you go. But all movies are then pointless. Well, not all movies take place in The Matrix. No, exactly. we're in The Matrix. Uh, well, that much is clear. We've seen plenty of glitches over the last couple of years to realize that much. But uh, if you're interested, the trailer's out there for you to view. If you're not, then skip it. Don't waste your time. No, you will see this movie and like it. It doesn't matter whether or not uh, you do it or not because the Matrix goes on forever. As Big J just let us know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the action. Volby, wait a minute, my girl. Wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on this Thursday, the ninth day of September. We appreciate it. Got a nice little nerd alert, courtesy of Big J, to keep you up to date on the gaming and technology world. We had a chance to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League's draft that took place last night as we get ready for the first game in the NFL season officially tonight on NBC. Got the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Of course, we'll be talking about that tomorrow. We learned about the world of satanic erotic fiction which we didn't know was a thing, and we even debated a cashless society. So a very busy Thursday, Big J. Yeah. That leaves you with the floor, my friend. According to a YouGov poll, Nick, the most popular international cuisine in America is... Ooh, boy, it's going to be close between Italian and Mexican, I think. Uh, I'll say Mexican, though. It's Italian, though. Hey. hey. All right. Hey. Happy. What's going on there? <laughs> Happy day. 
All of, I don't know why our Italian turns into New York, but it does. Well, uh, there's a lot of Italians there in New York. It's true, there are, but they're they're everywhere. We're it's everywhere. Followed by Mexican and then Chinese. Okay, uh, very very good. Uh, I th- I would think that Mexican cuisine tops your list, right? You would rather have a taco than a pizza. Uh, I know you're not complaining about either, but yeah, it's a real toss up between. Sometimes I, I mean I could eat Mexican food every day. Uh huh. Uh, and but but Italian food is is delicious. I love it. I love a good Alfredo sauce. And you're not a fan of Chinese cuisine, is that correct? You know, I mean, I, not that often. Okay, uh, that has catapulted up my list as of late, uh, mostly because my uh, son has become a fairly big fan of Chinese food, and so that makes it easier for me to enjoy it. I've been making it around the house a little bit more, so that's also good. I've been learning how to make it and cook it, not with a wok, of course, but. Um, our own little version of things. So I've been, been enjoying the Chinese food a little bit later. Listen, but uh, Italian will always be number you one. You put a family-style uh, version of, uh, or P.F. Chang's Mongolian beef in front of me, you blink, it will be gone. All right. So you like some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you have to be, you couldn't eat it every day like you could with Mexican. Right. Yeah. Uh, could you eat Italian food every day? Now, there's enough mixture in Italian food that could, you know, maybe sure, make sure. that happen. So you wouldn't be upset at either one of those, I get uh, but hopefully, whatever you're having for di- what's on the menu tonight, Big J? What kind of cuisine? Uh, I think uh, I didn't get to do it the other night, so we got some some carne asada that's ready to go. We're back in the Mexican cuisine side of things. Makes uh, everybody in the house happy. Hopefully, it makes you happy as well. Have a good evening. We will see you here tomorrow. Jason Drew is coming up next. It is the X Rocks. Oh.